Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Predict Cast, and it is the big one. It is WrestleMania 36 in probably the weirdest WrestleMania build and the weirdest WrestleMania situation we've ever come across. Certainly the first time that a WrestleMania has actually been recorded before we do the podcast. Okay, so here with me is my co-host to discuss all things WrestleMania and to make the big WrestleMania predictions to finish off the season. It's the Drew Gulak to my Daniel Bryan. It's Joe. How are you, Joe? Um, I'm good, thank you, mate. That's not very complimentary, but I'll, um, you know. You're not taking that. Drew Gulak's done well. Drew Gulak's looking like a champ at the minute. Yeah, okay, mate. Uh, yeah, compared to Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you're right. I can imagine if there was a redraft now, that's how it would go. <laughs> um, so you this just, has been... The- you, just, you just missed her about the results this, this, this far. Uh, well, we'll talk about the results and where, where, where we're looking for this so far in a, in a second. Before we do that, usually I ask you the question, how do you think this has been built? This has been the weirdest couple of weeks, hasn't it? What a weird time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm unsure as to how I feel about it. I think they're probably doing the best they can in the situation. Yes, I think, without a doubt. Um, I've not been blown away by how it's going at the moment. Um, but I sort, of, I sort of give them all of the benefit of the doubt on that, really. I think you can give them a pass for the for, for what they've done and how they've done it. What I would say, what I would say is we we watched kind of watching this empty arena or em, you know empty performance center roar and smack down, and it was a bit of a novelty to begin with, and, they, and they've done some good good with it. Um, but what I would say is they've they've not been quite as creative as you think they could have been. Oh, I completely agree with you. I was just thinking that. Yeah, completely agree. There's so many opportunities for them to be you know to do other things and to to. You know, if you've got Firefly Funhouse that's recorded elsewhere, record other things elsewhere. Do other things where they can be closed off and you can, you know, we saw the Johnny Gagano and Tomasa Champa, you know, trash each other through the performance center where they were smashing up the gym bit. All right. We've already seen it on NXT, but there's other opportunities for them to do things like that or promos elsewhere where it's not in an empty arena in the middle of a ring with no reaction. You could do things elsewhere in the arenas. And I just don't think they've, taken the opportunity to do that as best they could. I'm hoping that they're saving that for WrestleMania. That's my my one big hope. But I'm not I think there'll be a few, I think there'll be a few like that in WrestleMania with a bit more cinematic effect. I liked the um I like the Mufasa Elias dive um on SmackDown. That was good. Yeah, yeah um, that was that was that was good. I like that. But I do I do I completely agree with you. I just think there's there's an opportunity to be more creative. So I don't know if you've seen AEW from last week where Matt Hardy yeah. came in and he teleported. Yeah. Um, and I just thought like it's so it's so easy and clever. Like no one's there going, Oh, have I done that? Like, has he actually teleported? Like, but it's just a bit it's just a bit creative without being too corny. Uh, well yeah. even even to the point where I know they, they didn't do it this last week, but AEW two weeks ago had the wrestlers in the arena while the matches yeah. were going on. So you were getting... I know, obviously, they've obviously tightened up security even another level, so they haven't done that. But the fact that they had, like, you know, two of the wrestlers betting on the, the matches as they were going, interactions as wrestlers came out, there was just a little bit more of a reaction because I think the WWE wrestlers have struggled. And I think they struggle with things like promos where you can see they've been taught after every big line, pause and wait for a reaction. So then trying to bat them out of that, they're still pausing. And you're kind of there awkwardly watching them go, that no one's going to cheer. You know, Nikki Cross slapping her hands together to try and get the crowd riled up. There's no crowd here, Nikki. Like, it's just, you know, it's just bizarre what you're doing. But like you said, you kind of give them a free pass. 
it also took far too too many shows for them to realise that if you shout five, four, three at the end of a show, at the end of a show, you, you will be able to hear that. <laughs> Absolutely. On, yeah. Like. <laughs> okay, so we've got fifteen seconds left, and have we? Brilliant. Okay. It's yeah. It's it's been a bit of a weird one, and then obviously what's what that means is WrestleMania is now taking place over two nights. It's now pre-recorded. So WrestleMania has, you know, we're, we're recording this the weekend before the pay-per-view, but it's now, you know, we've got, I think it was recorded over two days last week. Was it? So Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. Do you think they're going to, uh, do you think they would have done the two days anyway? Um, I don't know. That's, that's a fair point. No, actually, no, I don't think they would have done because they would have, the stadium would have had to have. They, they, they no, you're have, right. No, they wouldn't have done it anyway. No, no, you're right. No, they wouldn't have done it anyway. On the cards for a while, hasn't it? Like, I think I think it's a good idea because I'm not being funny, but watching two three-hour stints rather than you know two three and a half-hour stints rather than one seven-hour stint is preferable for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Particularly because I mean, we're going to run through these matches. There are some here that are just not WrestleMania worthy. They're just not, you know, and WrestleMania is a huge, amazing event that's meant to be the 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 grand spectacle of of, of the WWE calendar. There's no need for us to have Alistair Black versus Lashley added with no build. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 a bizarre choice, but obviously over two days, that makes a little bit more sense. So, you know. But I think we also run the exciting uh, element of not knowing whether the matches will actually go ahead as well. Because... I think I think I've heard that Bobby Lashley was caught up in quarantine, um, so okay. that might not even happen. I think I heard so things I've think so things that, that have been mentioned, whether they're true or not, because no one really knows about what's happening at WrestleMania is that the Miz was ill. Yeah, I heard so the Miz was ill. Yeah, shouldn't be in the three way uh, three way match. Yeah, but I think so. We may or may not be predicting a winner of a match that may or may not happen. Yeah. Um, obviously, Roman Reigns is the big one. Who doesn't? Yeah, seem Roman to... Reigns has pulled out uh, due to his obviously his his concerns with his health and. But he his... was also, he was there he was there for the tapings apparently. Yeah, I don't. I, it's all very very weird because we've got these two. We've got this 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 tri, we've got this weird triple situation that's going on. One, we're hearing loads of rumours of wrestlers taking part, not taking part, pulling out, not pulling out, whatever. We're also hearing, like, because of those rumours and concrete rumours like Roman Reigns, we're watching TV expecting the announcements. But because the TV shows have been pre-recorded about at least a week of two weeks ahead, they can't make any announcements. So this week on SmackDown, Roman Reigns is scheduled to sign the contract with Goldberg, which they probably already filmed. So they're probably going to just go through that and then call an audible on mania and then obviously the pardon which is mad if this was like yeah. a backlash or a great balls of fire pay-per-view you'd be like this is fine wrestlemania is going to be really it's going to be really weird which is the third point of this trilogy which is the fact that this is wrestlemania this is this is like the biggest show of the year and it's completely scuppered it it's 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 the most bizarre thing um so that's the situation we're in. You know, we can we 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 know almost for certain that Roman Reigns is not facing Goldberg for the main event, and we'll get to that later. But there is a good chance that we will just be predicting matches that are either not happening, completely change on the night, um, and we will deal with points accordingly. 
Now, I hope that doesn't happen because I need as many points as I can get because I am... Just, just to say, if you were listening to this um, and thinking it's a bit pointless, like up the an- you're, you're up in the ante a little bit with this one because <laughs> some of these predictions we're going to spend time talking about probably won't even happen. But the match yeah. won't even happen. Um, oh, you're, 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 leading the te- you're leading the league with 76 points. I am behind you 69 points. So I've got 69 points to your 76. Still possible. There's 14 matches. So what it does mean is I'm going to have to be a little bit clever and I might just have to bet against my own logic and bet against you to make sure we've got smooth results. Uh, so we'll see yeah, how that goes. You need at least seven matches different. <laughs> exactly. So it might be as long as, as long as I've got seven, I'm just whether that will naturally happen or not or whether I'm just going to have to say at the end, right, I'm going back and changing this. So we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. We have got wild cards in play. Um, you have got an extra point available if the riot squad have a triple threat, but you also might lose a point if they don't have one. That'd be a that'd be a kicker if you get your seven points back and then they. It's, just, that, that it's, not, even, it's not even riot squad triple threat. It'll be it's, it's Liv Morgan versus Ruby Riot was the match I predicted, but if it ends up being a triple threat, I'm claiming the point as well. I'm pretty sure you called a triple threat. No, I said it could be a triple threat, but you can go back and check. You can go back and listen. It's, it's there. The evidence is there. I'll tell you what. If um, I need to go back and listen to that, I really cocked it up this this the rest of the year. <laughs> Um, so we have wild cards for our predictions. So how the how the podcast works? You probably were fifteen rounds in, but how the podcast works? We're going to go through the cards. We're going to make our predictions for the matches. We're going to discuss why those predictions happen for some of these matches. Some of them are fairly obvious or just not worth talking about. Uh, Joe will lead us down random tangents, as is his way. And to make sure that our predictions are separate and different each time, we have wild cards, which we've had every single round. Joe's wild cards have been Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, and AJ Styles. My wild cards have been Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, and Ricochet. And I did a little bit of analysis to figure out how the wild cards have affected us so far. Okay? You can tell you're working at home, can't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Isolation. Right. So, this is how it looks. Okay? Seth Rollins was... The points available for Seth Rollins... Now, not every single time. Because he was in Royal Rumbles. He was in Survivor Series. It's not every pay-per-view he's been in because we didn't count those points when it was when it wasn't just him, really. So Seth Rollins had points available for you 10 times, yeah. and he won eight. Right, good result. I'll do the math for you. That's 80%. Braun Strowman was available six times to you, just six, and he only won twice. Rounds. And he won twice. Rounds. He only won twice. That's poor, isn't it? That is, that is not right. AJ Styles was available eight times, and he only won four. Oh, right. So all of this about you being like your my wild cards have screwed me is that is that accurate? Well, tell me I've yours. Got, yours. Got, we'll, 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 we'll look to mine first. Yeah. Roman Reigns was available ten times. Yeah. He won what seven. About? Okay. It's not bad. Seventy percent. I can do the math for you there. Becky Lynch was available ten times. Yeah. Won six. Okay. The amount of times that she got screwed over but didn't lose her championship was bizarre and ricochet was available five times yeah one twice okay 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 what this means is you had (laughs) your wild cards available 24 times and won 14 yeah i have my wild cards available 25 times and won 15 yeah they've made little to no difference yeah yeah (laughs) we've both lost 10 points each. Yeah, that's the other person's gained 10 points each. 
that's certainly your takeaway from it. My takeaway from it is you've been bitching and moaning about your wild card screwing you over all year, and it turns out they've actually got more points for you than mine have. One more point. Well, so that is more points then, isn't it? That is more points, fair enough. So it's not it's not helped us out. But that means that out of out of your seventy six points, they got you fourteen of those. And out of my sixty nine they got us fifteen of those. Okay. And it also tells us a story about how poor some of these years have been. Braun Strowman's year has been rubbish. Yeah, yeah. It has. You know what I mean? It has been, right. I mean, just for him to have only fought six times out of 15 rounds is not great. In, in like matches where he's like a feature, so like obviously he was yeah. in the Royal Rumble, obviously he was in Survivor Series, but as him, you know, there are, there are pay-per-views where he's just not in it. Now we say 15 rounds, I think three of those rounds are like takeovers. So if you take those out anyway, but even then, you know, it's someone like right. Seth Rollins, you know, Seth Rollins, who is top of the company, Roman Reigns, top of the company, Becky Lynch, top of the company, 10 pay-per-views each. That's what you're aiming for as a top star. And AJ almost there with eight. Strowman was six. Ricochet, five. I mean, poor Ricochet. But, I mean, you know. I mean, I mean, you could argue that Ricochet was a terrible choice in the first place, to be honest. I thought Ricochet was mid-card. And then I thought he was going to be a mid-card stable. Like, I didn't want to go all top-card. And then in the first first pay-per-view or first two pay-per-views, he wins the US title. I thought, I have nailed this. Then he loses it on his first defence. And then he tries to get it back and keeps losing. I mean, <laughs> he main evented he main evented a pay-per-view just two two months ago, mate. I bet I would have been better off having Bro- uh, Brock Lesnar than uh, some of mine. Than both, than two of mine, at least. Probably. Brock Lesnar's won more than four matches this year, for sure. Has he? Yeah, but yeah, that's fair. No, that's fair. I mean, he has lost though. He lost to Seth Rollins early on in the year, so you'd have you'd have had losses with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's true. So okay. it's not that it's not as simple as that. But yeah, but I mean, it it shows that the wild cards, as much as they make for interesting conversation, they're not. Then they, they, we don't get a runaway winner. You know, it's not like one of them dominates the other. But it might make our choices for wild cards or how we do wild cards different next next season, next league. And that that's in two weeks' time, is it? It's in two weeks' time. But let's finish this one first. WrestleMania. Let's start off with, you know, for me, a huge opening match. Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Okay. So, I forgot that uh, Andrade is not in this match. Is he not? <laughs> Apparently he's... Brilliant. Okay, didn't know that. <laughs> That's this is weird. All right, then. So, so who's it? So, are they take? Is this match happening or... Unclear. So let's say Street Profits are facing somebody and Angel Gaza. I mean, who? this is one of the situations where I am letting you pick first and I might just have to go against you. This is one of those because I need seven different. So who are you going, Joe? Well, it's quite a difficult prediction to do when you don't know who the match is between. But I would say that make it much easier because you just keep on the Street Profits. Yeah. Wouldn't you? I, I would say so. I feel like if if that's the the problem I, the problem I've got on on this is if they go right, we are a bit screwed here. What we're going to do is we're going to bring out I don't know who would you bring out? Who would you bring out in that situation? Edging Christian, not going to happen. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Or, or like, let's bring out the New Age Outlaws. Appreciate Billy Guns in AEW, but someone like that, maybe just maybe they'll flip it. But I'm going to go. Street Profits for the win against any opponent. 
Do you not think it will be someone an Angel Garza? Could be. But the obvious... That's what, that's what I was thinking they would do. And then they would just bring, bring up someone from NXT or bring up someone... I think Rey Mysterio's out because he's got corona. It's... Um... He's a, it needs to be a heel, doesn't it, for Angel Garza? Yeah, so so I don't know, I don't know what you do then, really. I think I think I'll go with the Street Profits. I think it's going to be someone completely random. It could be like Angel Garza and God. I really don't know who else it could be. It's a weird one. It, it's insert, insert one of the uh, Mexicans, the Lucha House Party. Maybe are they heel enough? I mean, it, it's it's a bizarre one. I mean, Street Profits versus Andrade and Guards. I'm going to go against you. Um, mainly because I need seven, and I don't think I'm going to get seven. So I'm going to go against you for this one, and I think we move on, because we can't discuss it any further. No, no, we can't. We can't. So the next one I've got is Elias versus King Corbin. And your pick? Um, this randomly could go either way. Could. It legitimately could go either way, because you could go, I'll tell you what, this is not a bad program. We'll build it for a couple of... Because the other thing you got to think about with WrestleMania as well now is because they have no TV properly and because they're probably not going to do another pay-per-view, they can't do another pay-per-view until this is blown over. Can they? Well, they can. I mean, it won't be great. But, yeah, depending on how well this goes. No, you're right. They can't. No, you're right. Because they've filmed a few SmackDown and Raw's after, haven't they? They'll they'll, um, They'll stick in some of the... They'll probably... They'll probably ultimately put all of this WrestleMania on Raw and SmackDown. Yes. I would think. Oh yeah, reshow the matches as the as the yeah. Yeah. And then have but, maybe maybe have a bit of a recap from the people that participated in them. Um, you know, like via Skype or whatever and before we do anything else. That could that could definitely definitely happen. God who who you got Well the thing with Elias first I mean I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Elias because okay. I think it's gonna be a face I think it's just face win. And, you know, it doesn't hurt Corbin to lose to Elias. So I'm going to go Elias. Go on. All right, then. Well, in the spirit of giving you a chance, I'll go Corbin. Good, man. I thought you were going to be tactical and go against and go uh, go with me. No, nah, I think where, where it's 50-50, I'll, I'll split the difference with you. That's very kind of you. Um, Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley, then. So Bobby Lashley, we, we don't know if this match has gone ahead. We don't yeah. know. I mean, are we thinking... In the case of this, similar to the Street Profits one, if Alistair Black's facing Bobby Lashley, if Bobby Lashley's in quarantine, will they do another match? Will it be Alistair Black versus A another, or will they just go, no, we're not doing that match? <laughs> I, don't, I think the thing is, though, mate, there's about four matches where that could be the case. And if you, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, it's actually, down, it's actually back down to one night now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to two nights, but they're an hour each. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, oh, we'll do that. It's like match day one and match day two. Like, match day <laughs> one's got like, eight games, and match day two's got like two games you don't really give a shit about. Or the two, all, all they go, or the two main events, and then they're just going to show highlights from the other <laughs> other eight other eight matches. Um, I, I will have Alistair Black in, yeah. in if he fights against whoever, I'll have Alistair Black. I mean, even if it was Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley, there is absolutely no build to this. There is absolutely no... I mean, I don't... This was literally... I don't know if I missed something, but this was literally just a, a, a match card on the screen saying these two are facing each other, wasn't it? Yeah. Was there a build? I, Did I miss a build? No, I don't think you missed a build. I don't, I think we're going to get... I just... I really wonder what matches we'll actually end up with. 
it would be interesting to see if we could find a way to find the actual matches of WrestleMania without the results. At yes, some point. I know what and you mean. Because because I think we're, we are predicting, and, and there's a good chance that of these 14 matches, they're not actually going to have four or five of them. I'll go, I'm, okay, I'll go Alistair Black. Are you having anyone again? Are you having anyone? Yeah, I'm having anyone else. Anyone yeah, else? I'm having anyone else against Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that's what I'm having. Okay, we'll have a proper. This is a, this, we're now into the ones that have a little bit more, little bit more to them. I think those three are a bit far away. We've now got Bailey versus Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans versus Naomi versus. Here's one for a result for you for WrestleMania. Tamina. Oh yeah, bring bring Big Tam back. That's that's all right. <laughs> Where Tamina come from? Big Tam's um, not <laughs> In an elimination match for the SmackDown Women's title. Um, so the final two will be Sasha and Bailey then? Yes, and I'm going I'm going Sasha. Oh, oh. Now, I, didn't, I would understand... I'm going Sasha as well. You have, I think you have to go Sasha as well. I don't see a situation here where Sasha's not winning this. No, nor me. It, it just makes so much sense because you've got to have... You've got to have... Um, because they're going to be the last two, aren't they? And it's going to be a bit awkward. And then ultimately, Sasha's going to probably turn heel. Like, well, she is already healed, but like, she's going to turn on Bailey, isn't she? I think that's yeah. where we're going with this. Sure, surely, um, yeah. a little feud of them two for for a while. I can't see them being the last two, and then Bailey. I mean, you could see Bailey winning it, and but then doing over Sasha if that makes sense. But then yeah. it's. Well, I think Sasha's better as a heel, and Bailey is not good. Full stop. Well, it's getting that way, unfortunately. It is legitimately getting to the point where it's like, well, Sasha's just, uh, Bailey's just not effective as a face, not effective as a heel. So she's a, I, I legitimately think she's a great wrestler. I think she is. I think, she, I think so. The matches she's had have been amazing. Yeah, but not, there's no character probably, there. Probably not with you on that, but I just find her really like, I just find everything about her generic. Like, and yeah. just, and just like, there's nothing, there's nothing exciting. There's just nothing exciting about it. Like, if you look at all the other, Horse women, and really a lot of the women across the WWE, they're all got something about them, and she hasn't. Like Becky and Sh- Charlotte and Sasha are all very distinct characters, and yeah. Bailey's like sort of like a housewife. Well, have a look at just have a look at the, the the people in this match here. You know, Sasha Banks, Lacey Evans, Tamina, Naomi. They're all like Lacey Evans, clear character. Naomi, clear character. All right, they're not necessarily great, but there's a character to them. There's something. I don't, want to tell you, I don't want to tell you about Tamina, apart from she's 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 not Nia Jax, essentially, which is probably why she's in there. Jimmy Snooker's son. <laughs> so, son, nice. Okay. Uh, less said about Jimmy Snooker, the better as well. Um, okay, so Sasha Banks winning that title. All right, let's move on. This one you have no oh, choice over. Before we move on that, did you notice how random it was that they just, like on SmackDown, where they just went, yep, it's a photo five way. What do you mean? No, it was never, ne- no, never a six-pack challenge. Always a fatal five-way. <laughs> don't, well, don't even mention it was a six-people. Don't even mention Dana Brooks gone down. Yeah, because I, I, I panicked then, legitimately panicked then, when I looked down and went, there's only five people here, there should be six. And then realised, I'll tell you what, we're just going to style it out, I'll keep going, and I'll deal with it on the on the form and whatever. But yeah, you're right, Yeah, it was it, these five were the only ones announced. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm glad that you're going to start it out, mate, because people do come to us for accuracy, don't they? That's yeah, the well, of course, that's that's the main thing they come to us for. Absolutely, hey, entertainment. Right, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Um, again, I'm, I'm, I'm forced, aren't I? You are forced to have Seth Rollins. This could go either way as well. Yeah, agree. So Ooh. I don't mind this being a bit of a fifty-fifty. 
But all throwaway matches are uh, 50-50, which is great in a way. Yes. I mean, we have, I'm sure we've predicted WrestleMania card before where we've been pretty much spot on with because we know all well, well first we know who's actually fighting, but then we can like pretty much predict where that's going to go all the way through it. And then there might be a bit more of that later on, but all these throwaway matches, the ones that have been built in the last two weeks, could go either way. It's great for entertainment value. If you're like, you know, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins is going to be a good match. There's no doubt about it. So that should be entertaining. No problem there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so, so, and the next one we're going to talk about as well should be entertaining, could go either way, which is yeah. great in those ways. So, I mean, it, it could make sense for Seth Rollins to win it. It could make sense for Kevin Owens to win it. The, the, main, the main looming thing is that they're not going to build to anything else after this. So there would be an argument for kind of keeping the status quo a little bit for going, you know, what are our really successful stories that are entertaining, that have got two strong characters? Well, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens could keep this feud going successfully for at least another month, if not two. So why not? Why not? Why not keep it just plugging away? So it's a classic I, I would... after WrestleMania one. It's a classic after a WrestleMania feud. When yeah. all the people that come in and then go away after WrestleMania have gone, uh, these are two that will be here. And that, that they could be like, well, I mean, there won't be any house shows, but they could be like headlining the equivalent of house shows for some time now. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. four, four differences so far out of five matches. Yeah, not bad at all. And there'll, be, there'll definitely be some coming up later as well, I think. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. So this is your choice. I think it's your choice. Is it? The sixth matcher. Right, okay. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Um, I'm torn here because it could it could go one or yeah. two ways. Pardon? Yeah. Yeah, it could go one or two ways in a in a in a, in a one-on-one match, right? Um Sami Zayn Sami Zayn could win this because Drew Gulag to Drew Drew Gulak turns on Daniel Bryan. Okay. Or Daniel Bryan could win the belt, because it's for the Intercontinental Champion. Worth, worth mentioning that. Uh, Drew, Drew, uh, Daniel Bryan could win it, and then Drew Gulak turns on Daniel Bryan to, to have that feud. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the two ways I'm seeing this going. Yeah. Um, I think Daniel Bryan's winning it. I'm going to go Daniel Bryan. I do too. I do too. If I, if I was going to Daniel Bryan, would that change your view? Could I go... I mean, what we, how many differences have you got? One, two... Four out of six matches. I don't think you need to... You don't need to differ on all of them. No, we don't, do we? I think we're... No, we'll keep... We'll, we'll, no, I'm fine. I'm happy to stick with Daniel Bryan as well. I think Daniel Bryan as well. The only, thing, the only thing that's stopping it, though, is, is where does Sami Zayn, Cesaro and Nakamura go after this? I agree. I agree. They could, yeah. There is a, there is a question there, isn't there? I think the the thing is though, the thing that makes me think it's going to be is that Sami Zayn isn't wrestling no. at the moment. So why he's got the belt, I don't know. Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak have only just got together and seem to be pretty well, uh, sort of pretty um, well aligned. I think it would take it would it wouldn't be an impossible turn. Um, but I can't see it. And also, Daniel. Everyone loves Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Just it's an it. easy. It's an easy. It'd be a great match, though. Yeah, well, that's that's another one. That's another one where it could be fifty-fifty. The match is going to be brilliant. 
and there's enough people involved as well that it can be a bit of a, a shenanigans fest. You know, Nakamura in there. Wrestlers, that is, if you think about yeah. it, in, around, in and around that match. That is, five, that is five brilliant wrestlers. Well, it is. Four and Gulak. But he's even, he is, no, he's, he's so underrated. He is. I mean, Gulak versus Brian was a great, it was a brutal match, but it was a great match, Elimination Chamber. There was something, you know, it got, it was one of those where you were half bothered. Oh, this is on, all right. And then as the match went on, you realised, actually, I'm, if Gulak could win this, that would be great. And then it's gone into a fairly decent story. He, um, it was quite. When I was watching Gulak Brian, I was slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. Because Brian seemed to be taking a lot of. I don't know if it was just him selling brilliantly or what, but it it did. It looked like he was taking a lot of abuse. What I'd heard afterwards was that Brian, it was it was Brian leading that. So Brian okay. was jumping himself into suplexes so that he would land. He was essentially trying to make Gulak look much more impressive because there was at least one bump that they kept repeating where you go in. He's landed on his neck. Like the one place where Daniel Bryan should not land, he's landed on his head and neck there. You know, and you're thinking, don't, you just don't need to do that. That is very very generous in that situation to be doing that. I wouldn't wouldn't land on my neck for you, mate. No, I know, mate. I know. I know. (laughs) There's no no illusion here. There's no, you've, you've never tried to build my career. (laughs) <laughs> right mate, we'll be, we'll... Mate, you're the you're the, the tamina of a podcast so i am not the tamina of a podcast i'm not having that i'll take the knack i'll take I'll, I'll be the nakamura or the cesaro always the bridesmaid never the bride cesaro yeah. anyway i'll be poor cesaro i think we're sorry both for i think we're both on the kevin owens scale of <laughs> <laughs> no we're going is it okay i'll take i'll take i'll take me kevin owens i got no problem with that all right let's move on uh, Usos, New Day, Miz and Morrison triple threat that's probably not going to happen because Miz is sick for the um, Smackdown Tag Team Championships and it's a ladder match as well and was probably going to open at least one of the Wrestlemanias because they like to do that God, a lot of information there isn't there there um, was there yeah so yeah. Usos versus New Day versus Miz and Morrison now like you said Miz is ill probably I mean they could still have this yeah so if it happens I'm having is it my, my pick it's your pick if it happens, I'm a Miz and Morrison. Right. I feel like if they're not in the match, so it could be, you could then, you could do like an Uso versus New Day match. But I feel like if Miz and Morrison aren't in the match, then we'll have to null and void the points on that one. Yes. Well, yeah. if Miz and Morrison aren't in the match, it's just New Day. But yeah, because you've picked. I mean, I'll be honest with you then, just to make it really simple, I'm going Miz and Morrison as well anyway. Okay, fine. Because I think that, that, that solves that problem. Plus, I don't understand why. The only reason you would give it to the Usos is because if they win the belt again, they're seven times champion like New Day. And there's an interesting story there. But that's the only reason. And they're making a point at the moment on SmackDown of make, of saying Usos are six times champion, New Day's a seven times champion. I've heard that two or three times, which I was not aware of before this couple of weeks. So that's the only reason you would give it to the Usos. What's the highest amount of tag team titles anyone's ever won? That is a good question. I have no idea. Is that a, is that a, are you googling that or am I googling that? I'll google it. Talk about yourself. Okay. The next match. Yeah. Uh, it's actually a choice made for us. Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler for Ooh. the Raw Women's That's Championship. That's unfortunate for you. Is it? Yeah. You I, think? I, 
Do you think Baszler's definitely winning this? Yeah. I disagree. Massively okay. disagree. I think well, I think okay. I think Lynch is coming away with this. Um because I just don't think they're I I don't necessarily think they're behind Baszler as much as as they are behind Lynch. And I think with Vincent Mann still in charge at the top, I don't think he rates Baszler either. It's been really I don't think Baszler's come off well from this whole feud, to be completely honest with you. No, I would agree with that. So I think they give they've given Lynch a lot more traction and they've given Lynch a lot more of an opportunity to put down Shayna Baszler and Shayna Baszler's had very little I mean, the promo she did on SmackDown last week where she just stared at Charlie Crusoe rather than actually answer any questions and then said, I think the question you want to ask me is, if I'm such a monster why do I care about the belt? It's like, well, no, I don't, I don't think that's why I don't, think I, I don't think anyone cares about that I just think Baszler's come off really badly and I think they still I, th- I think Lynch is still top of the top of the women's division by far if you don't take it off Lynch now, when are you taking off her? When they bring um, Ronda Rousey back. Okay. All right. That's now. I would. I would say. I would say that's that's definitely happening on the first Monday after Raw. Apart from the fact that obviously we're not going to have a proper first Monday, you know, first Raw after WrestleMania. That's not going to happen. I would have said Rousey is coming back definitely in the next month, but obviously everything's thrown up in the air. But Did I Rousey back. And cost Becky the belt, and then Becky then that gives Becky a sideways view. Rousey, I she doesn't need to go back after the belt then. She needs See, to I, I would have put it the other way. I'd have had Rousey cost Basil the belt, and then had Basil versus Rousey as her first match back. Had Lynch busy, and then build Lynch Rousey for SummerSlam. I think you bury Basil doing that. I think like that. If I was, I, doing... I don't think they're bothered. I don't think they're bothered about burying Basil. I don't think they are. I've been burying, ba- I've been building Baszler for like three years now, and all of a sudden you're just gonna take right. Do you want the answer to the question? It's pretty obvious, actually. Uh, um, before you before, before you say that, and I, I've got I've got I've actually got my guess for you actually. Cause actually it, you're right. Now you said it's pretty obvious. It's a fairly good guess. Before you say that, just on that last point, how many people in XT have they built for three years and they're buried straight afterwards? Um, hundreds, hundreds. So it wouldn't surprise that that's not necessarily a reason not that this wouldn't happen. No, but we just anyway. need some. We do need some continuity from from uh, from NXT to the main roster. That's for sure. It really I mean, worries me about what they're going to do with like Gagano when he goes up. Because I don't think he ever will now. He's going to be so average. I, th- I think there's so many people now that are going to make the choice to stay where they are, to stay in NXT, which is an easier easier lifestyle, easier um, easier like. Well, it's just the easier lifestyle. They they know that they've got less competition to fight up against. Really, they're not going to have to deal with Vincent Mann, who's you know got his people and his style. You know, I know for a fact Champ has said that he's not moving. Yeah, he's made the point now. I think there'll be loads of other people that do the same thing. God, you know what you should do if you're going to have street profits go. If you oh, there's some real there's some real opportunities to lift some people up from NXT if you yeah. wanted to to like fill some gaps in this card. That would be really interesting. So if you had yeah. like a Valentine Dream versus, oh uh, sorry, Alistair Black. If Bobby Lashley isn't there, what about uh, Champa or Gagano or someone like you know? Absolutely. Straight away, I'd I'd, I'd, love, I'd have that all day long. Adam Cole, because Takeovers now just been shifted to NXT shows, hasn't it? Yeah, is it, is it one There's match? No one match a week, isn't it? Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah, so and there'll be stuff around it, I presume. Yeah, 
Okay. Um, who's the... Uh, my guess is the Hardys. Oh, number three, mate. Number three. The Dudleys. The Dudleys, number one. And who's number two in that regard? See, it would be really... It'd be, it'd be too obvious to go Edge and Christian. It can't be Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian, yeah. Seriously? Oh, fair yeah. enough. And the top three, I mean... Well, I'm looking at... That's in terms of the number of reigns. Uh, Dudley Boys had eight. Uh, Edge and Christian had seven. And the Hardy Boys had six. Um, haven't gone all the way down the list, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Because com- it's also combined number of days. So, New Age Outlaws are number four, five reigns. So, yeah. That's not back, back, in the, back in the day when they were proper throwing it about. Yeah. But, I mean, to have New Day on seven already. Tavuso's on six. Yeah. There, yeah, there's yeah. a good st- there's a good story there if you want to tell it. You can have the, right, the, the highest number of the highest number of um, tag wins. That's quite, that's quite an accolade, really. It is in WWE. It is as well because tag team wrestling is not viewed highly either. So I mean, the, the amount of tag teams that are put together have a reign for about a year and then are separated. Family is what usually keeps you going. Do you know what I mean? So family and, and, and continuity elsewhere. So the Dudleys, Dudleys were a strong tag team way before they started. You weren't going to split them oh, up. They were family, mate, weren't they? Well, of course they were family. Yeah, of course they were family. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, of course they were family. Yeah, the Dudley. Yeah, of course they were. I was thinking of. Um, Hardys did get separated anyway, but they were together for ages. Usos you ain't going to separate because, I mean, there's no way you separate the Usos and they, they survive. They separate them once, didn't they? I'm sure they have them. Have they? Just... I, I, it's just so, I don't like, if did. so random. Why would you separate the... Like, you don't need two of the same wrestler. But that's, <laughs> no, no. But, I mean, that, yeah. in that regard, that is exactly what they are. Yes. No, it is. It is. And it's, it's, it works perfectly for a tag team. does not work for individual wrestlers at all. And then, obviously, New Day have... New Day are like... They've, they've completely gone against the grain when it comes to tag team wrestling and not being separated. Because yeah. they, are, they are due a separation but i also think the moment's past for that now i don't think that's a story anymore well the, the the moment was when kofi kingston was yeah the champion that's when it was or yeah. it, the moment comes again if uh Big E gets the title or gets near the title that's when you can split them up but you just can't you just can't do it like just now because like it would just be no one would care no and that's that's the problem i mean New Day are, are safe hands. A New Day will always give you a decent match. And this triple threat, if it goes ahead, will be great. I mean, New Day and Usos were the best thing in the Elimination Chamber match by far. Oh, they, were, yeah. they were fantastic in there. Right, but, yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah, and, and that's fair as well. Um, which, I've, which I've missed off this list. Oh, so we've got 15 matches. That wasn't on the list I looked at. That wasn't on the WWE list either. Is that another one that's been pulled? Uh, no, it should be. It should it's definitely happening, isn't it? I think. Okay. It's a case of like Otis needs to accept or something. Yeah, because so, I, I went to the official website to find this list to make sure I had everything right. But then again, Goldberg versus Reigns is still on the official website. So, yeah, what we got there. Um, okay. Well, tell you what, we'll move on. And we'll go straight to that then. Otis versus <laughs> Ziggler. <laughs> I tell you what, if people say mate is up on the fly, mate. Oh, mate. <sighs> Gotta be angry. Uh, yeah, it has to be, doesn't it? All right, so that was pointless then. It was a bit pointless. It was a bit pointless. 
<laughs> just makes our what is it by the way you know you said i've got 76 points did you ever did you work out out of how many that is what's the total i didn't know that's fair i should have done that well we will do that for the results for how, how, how for the two weeks time we'll do that for the results for the results show how well you actually got and how many yeah. i actually got little piece for the audience well there you go two weeks time you find out who's won after after 15 rounds of top quality podcast entertainment right next match Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the NXT Championship. First You're time that's been defended on Mania. Your pick or mine? Um, my pick. The yeah. Otis ones throw me out of throw me out. Of, I'll, I'll I'll have my pick anyway. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of wish I hadn't said that. You're this is one I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty set on mine. Go on then. I'm having Rhea Ripley. Why? Because, and this is only really because of the the belt, right? I can't. I don't know why you'd put Charlotte on NXT. No, that is true. Yeah, that is true. That's really my only logic. Now, does that mean that they couldn't do something clever with it, like let Charlotte win it, and then she just goes, "Look, I came to prove a point. Here's the belt." Yeah. Or whatever. They have or, she also... lo- or she loses it in the first takeo- takeover or first NXT afterwards as well. Yeah, and they have also got um, a. They have also got a number one contenders um, match set for takeover. So that's. But I suppose you, you you're doing that because of you need to turn for the women. Yeah. Uh, Without with title. Um, but yeah, I think you, I don't think you could have any one of the rear Ripley. The other thing is as well, like I'm looking at people like that are in the takeover match and saying like Io Shirai, for example, who I think could prop, could well win it. Is she going to fight Charlotte Flair? I'm not sure about that. Not sure that's quite what we're on a takeover. I'm not sure that's what WWE is aiming for at this point. Bianca Charlotte. Belair though, Bianca Belair could win that match. Yeah, she could she do it. Her versus Flair's enough history for a belt. I'll be big. Yeah. Could be. And, and plausible enough. Because I get what you mean. You know, because you've got a problem if you give Charlotte the belt is that she's got to lose it, really, if yeah. you're not going to demote her. And if she loses it, you're burying her slightly to build someone hugely on NXT. Now, the only person I think you could plausibly do that with is um, Bianca Belair. Or Rhea Ripley again. Yeah, and and I don't think you are demoting Charlotte Flair. Just to be clear, like she is one of the people that's, you know, Brock Lesnar doesn't fight on NXT. Charlotte Flair doesn't fight on NXT. Ronda Rousey doesn't fight on NXT. But, like they, they're your, you know, you've got a few go-to's. Roman Reigns needs, needs to be an event, doesn't it? If they're going to go down there and fight, that's a ratings grabber. Like it was when Charlotte did it. They have it. They advertise that huge. It's yeah. not. Charlotte's now part of the roster. She's too big a star. So who are you going for then, mate? Uh, Rhea Ripley, mate, you convinced me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> a little part of me thought Flair could win it because it, it, it's just the fact that Flair is the star in this match. This will build Rhea Ripley huge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the other thing to it, which isn't a bad thing either. That's why you use, that's how you should use your stars, particularly for WrestleMania, because this doesn't massively hurt Charlotte. No, and Charlotte's had her moments, and she, Charlotte's had her, like, big WrestleMania moments. Yeah. She doesn't need to have, you know... The thing, the, the, the whole joke about this, right? So we picked. I was just thinking about this in terms of the 
wild cards. So we picked our wild cards at the start of the year, thinking these these are our these are our best wrestlers, so they're likely to win all the matches. Well, actually, the reality is, if you are if you are any wrestler, shouldn't really be winning more than about two thirds of the matches, should they? On pay per view, really, just from a perspective of otherwise you're going to have all these people that are rubbish down one side and all these people that are great on the other side and the greats will never fight and the rubbish will never fight. And that's not the point of wrestling. It's, you know, you want to have a, a balanced playing field. So you should never really... Have, so 80% for Rollins is a really good year for him, I would say. Yeah. And that was, and yeah. he was a holder for quite a bit of it as well, wasn't he? So Yeah, he was. Universal champ at the beginning. And then you think he had kind of... He's had a bit of a random, random cap, couple of months the last few. And he wasn't on every he wasn't on every pay per view either. To be fair, for ages. Yep. Oh, and then obviously that's the other thing. If you think of someone who's had a good year, Baron Corbin, right? Because he went from facing Rollins in a long feud to then going straight to Roman Reigns and facing him in a long feud. That's yeah. not bad, you know. The two big the two big stars have been Corbin's been their main opponent this year, arguably. So have you had him in your pick, then, mate? So he's definitely my one card next year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you had? Have you picked him for WrestleMania on that basis? Uh, no, I went to Elias. <laughs> okay. He didn't win. No, he didn't ever win them. He never won a belt. He never held a title this year. He's just obviously a. They obviously see Baron Corbin as a solid hand. So fair play. Right. Okay. Um, how many? How many differences have we got so far? One, two, three, four, five. So it's to because the next one's definitely going to be a difference. Because it's Undertaker versus AJ Styles, and you have got to go AJ Styles. That is a, that is that's tough to take. Now this is this is one of the occasions where I don't think this is going to be a match that happens in a ring. No. I think this is legitimately happening in, for lack of a better word, a graveyard. Yeah, they're they're, call, gonna... they're calling it a boneyard because they yeah. don't want to associate with death at the moment. Exactly. Yes, but it's going to be Undertaker throwing AJ Styles around. A, a boneyard, whatever that might look like, which is not actually, they've actually, this is one of the situations where this whole scenario has benefited because you don't want to see Undertaker kind of hobbling around a ring, but he can do a job with, a, with AJ Styles throwing him around a set for 10 minutes before putting him in a grave. Yeah, of course. And, and yeah, I totally agree. And also, I think he's, um, and this is one of the ones where they'll do a lot of cine- cinematography. Yeah, absolutely. They'll make it very cinematic. Yes, they'll do a lot of studio that's work. What I was looking for. Not yeah. cinematography, but yeah. No, I think like I think that's right. I think that's what this is one of the ones where they'll do that, and they can make it a bit. I, I don't like it when they when it's clearly cut cameras in wrestling matches. If that makes sense, it doesn't. Yes. That doesn't. It takes me out of it a bit when we're seeing like so the Elias thing. Although I was saying I would like them to be more creative, I didn't like that. No, it was it was far too. It was too obvious where it was going, and it was too obvious that it hadn't gone the way that they said it had, or tried to make you believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think, but I think they'll do something clever with this. I hope they'll do something clever with this. I have a theory that maybe the Undertaker is going to come out as a different gimmick. Maybe I'm not quite sure about that, but it's just the way that they keep referring to him on tv so like the um the way aj styles is like butchering it about like being like michelle mccall's wife and um husband and like stuff i just wonder if i wonder if if the undertaker's going to carry on whether this is a this is a new phase to his career i'm not sure yeah. Unclear, 
I have a I have a thought about that. Hopefully not the American badass. Why? 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 why yeah. Why? Why not the American badass? Um, it's not. It's not because the American badass is Undertaker being a person rather than a character in it. So he could actually be part of promos properly, and he could be Mark Calloway rather than be the dead man. All right, it's a bit played out and it's a bit cringy, but it has its purpose. I wouldn't yeah. be against him doing something like being the American badass, like that guy, if you know what I mean. Because that's not, what they're getting. That's what I think you're getting at. It's the idea of they're saying, you're not really a dead man. You're not that scary anymore. You've been beaten loads of times. You're not that intimidating. So, you know, I'm not scared to fight you, which is a great story. AJ's promos have been great, and it's a really good story to play into. You know, I wouldn't be against people really rag on the American badass character. I don't think it's that bad. To be honest, the, the, the only thing I'll say against that, I'm, I'm, I'm countering my own point here now, is the Intakers coming once a year, and that gong when it goes off generally in Saudi Arabia, is uh, a pretty electric moment. I mean, this, I think we're going to have two, three-hour shows here, and I think a lot of that time is going to be cut from the fact that we can't do an Undertaker entrance. Because that's going to be weird with no one in the arena. We could do... But then they could do something creative with that, I think. Hopefully. I don't, and they could do... I don't know how they do it, but they could do him appearing at a boneyard. Yeah. Um, and coming out of a car or something and I don't know they'll do something with it. they'll do something clever yeah right The Fiend versus John Cena okay whose picks this um bit all over mine. bit okay. all over the place yeah I mean I'm going I'm going The Fiend yeah me too but I'm not I'm not 100% on The Fiend because it's John Cena and there's just there's just this thing in the back of your mind that John Cena might just whisper in McMahon's ear just before I think it'd be a good chance for me to beat him for this reason yeah alright then and then he does as we've seen a thousand times before now I, th- I don't think it makes any sense I think The Fiend has to beat Cena just to build him back up again but yeah. I think I think you know there's always a chance I mean, the build on this was particularly poor. Yep. Like, um, Cena comes out like, what a wonderful guy I am, right? I'm going to step aside for WrestleMania because I want to put over the young... I want the young people to have the slot. So, like, Drew McIntyre, what a legend, up and coming. And then he walks at the ramp. The Fiend comes out, points at a sign, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's cool, yeah. Sorry, ignore what I've just said. Yeah, we'll have a fight at WrestleMania. Like, what, what, like, I get what you're... Tr- I get the... I get what you're trying to say, John. And I, and I really like the sentiment behind what you're saying. But then you've just, like, twisted a full 360 or, like, 180 in, like, yeah. it by because someone pointed at a sign. Like, give it a couple of weeks. we got we got plenty of time. Well, that's what let's baffles me. Let's me and show you out. Don't just be like, oh, yeah, sorry, did you point a sign? Oh, shit, no, I was only joking. I do want to fight with a sign. Exactly. Because I don't understand why Cena just didn't go, no, I'm not fighting. And then Fiend taunt him and taunt him and taunt him rather than what actually happened was Cena came out and then absolutely on the next week or maybe two weeks afterwards buried Bray Wyatt turned around to Bray Wyatt and said well you're not the wrestler you used to be you're absolutely your gimmicks played out you're an absolute disappointment for these reasons blah 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 and you're like whoa 
that's not how you need to do this. Build the guy up a little bit. Don't just completely rip him apart as a as a character. Uh, it's 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 a weird program. It, it, the fact it's a um, Firefly's Funhouse match means it's probably going to play exactly the same way that the Undertaker match will play, where it's not going to be in a ring. It's going to be loads of random stuff. Yeah. Hopefully, like you said, a bit cinematic, studio rather than ring, and they do some really clever things with it, which would mean <laughs> that The Fiend can then beat Cena. Yeah, I'm calling shenanigans on it, but I'm calling The Fiend to win. Yeah. I'm going to go with the same thing there. Okay, then. I know the theme that after the Goldberg fiasco. I mean, what a joke it is that... Um, what a joke it is that the theme lost in order to put a big match over between Roman Reigns and Goldberg. Um, that ain't happening. Nope. Like, there was what, a... What's the point of bringing Goldberg back there? Like, I mean, I know it's hindsight, but now it's just a pain in the ass that Goldberg's around. Because now, now you've got to get the belt off him. There was argument for you could have the winner of this faces Goldberg the next night. And then have the Fiend win, and have the Fiend get his retribution against Goldberg, now he's beaten Cena. Yeah, that, I, like I mean, there's a story there. It's easy. It's dead simple, and it proves the purpose you've got. And then you can build to Roman Reigns versus Fiend, if that's where you wanted this to go at some point anyway. I mean, even set one further, mate, you could have... You could have um... Fiend versus Goldberg in their rematch. Winner fights Cena for title versus the record. The record, you know, like e- either way, yeah, it's something better than what they've done. And like you know, because Fiend versus Goldberg need not be more than five minutes. Nope. Like if that, and that's Goldberg taking four and a half minutes more offense than usual. <laughs> it's true. That's absolutely true. I can't stand Goldberg. Just don't really guess. Don't really just. Like when you when you want someone to come and crap over your dreams, that's Goldberg. Yeah. That's fair. It, 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 he's when he came back with the Lesnar feud, I had that. I was all over that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought yeah, that was yeah. fantastic, and the way they used him was brilliant. And he won when he should have won. And he, the important thing is he lost when he should have lost, and that should have been it. Thank you. I had a universal title run. I had the run that I never got in WWE. Goodbye and thank you. And then both times he's come back. Three times if you count Dolph Ziggler. The three times he's come back, it's just been it's just been worse every single time. Yeah. Cool. So call it, just we'll call it. it. Absolutely. But then again, if someone's gonna offer you a million to do five minutes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, can't argue with that. Right, big match. Edge versus Randy Orton. Ooh. Whose pick? Your pick. I'll have Edge then. <sighs> I think I might have screwed up here. I don't think I've got enough. I don't think I've got enough. How many do I need? Seven? One, two, three, four, five. I need two more changes. I don't think I've got enough to do it. I'll have to go Randy Orton. Ask do, you want to go, do you want to go back? or? Well, there's only, there's only the... If we look back at this, there's only a few matches where it makes sense to go back. Sami Zayn or Ripley and Flair. We'll talk about that at the end. We'll see what we go because you might go. You might go. You might go rogue later. Um, I'm going edge as well. It doesn't make any sense for Orton to win this, does it? Um, no, not really. I can't, like Edge's first match back other than the Royal Rumble. Um, Randy Orton's been systematically RKOing people that are important to Edge, including his wife. Um, it feels it feels a bit much that you then put Randy Orton over. <laughs> I'm not a part timer who's not coming back full time, so we'll be leaving after this match. Yeah, 
yeah, I mean, I'm 100% in on the Edge World Title Run, Royal Rumble, kind of might fight at the Royal Rumble for World Title or something. That's where Edge yeah. is going. Well, that's, that's where I see Edge coming back or a SummerSlam or a Survivor Series or something, which then, like, he can have a run with the World Title, lead up to WrestleMania, lose it, fine. Yeah. Um, got all the time in the world for that. And do you know what? If it's if it's Orton wins the Rumble, uh, let's go. Let's go big predictions. Orton wins the Rumble next year, and Edge is the champion. <laughs> the, the payoff to that feud all day long. Well, you've could heard have, it here first. Can have, where, can have a draft where Randy goes one way and Edge goes the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. E- like easy storyline writes itself. I've written. I've just written it. Should be a good. Should be a good match. It's last man standing, isn't it? Yeah. So there's 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 stuff you can do there again, not in the ring, all over the arena, or arena performance center. Plenty you can do there. Think Beth Phoenix so, involved? Yes. Okay. I think Beth Phoenix. I think I obviously can't have Matt Hardy get involved anymore, can you? For obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> I was just going to ask you what you think about um, Beth Phoenix getting like uh, attacked, and I was like, like, what? You can't really answer that in any. You can't really answer that in any other way than not a fan, can you? Like, well, well then, someone else did. Someone yeah. else did make the point. Someone else did make the point, though, of you know, it's really shocking what happened to Beth Phoenix, isn't it? You mean a wrestler doing a wrestling move on another wrestler? Probably not that shocking, really. No, you know, it's not. It's it's you can't have women build up and up and up and up to be equal with the men, and then when she takes a wrestling move, you know, if he'd done a a, a concerto to her, that's one thing. But he did an RKO. Yeah. You know, you give that to Becky Lynch as a move. That's no more devastating. So, you know, there's, I get it for the story, and it's that idea of suspension of disbelief. And, yeah, Beth, you know, Beth Phoenix getting getting attacked by Randy Orton's not okay and not and, and should be as shocking. But there's also an element of, well, if we want the women to be on par with the men, you can't treat them as if they're delicate flowers. You just use it sparingly. Yes, absolutely. Okay. This one, this one might divide us, maybe. Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. It's my pick. I'm going Drew McIntyre. Yeah, so am I. But then there is a question. So, 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 yeah, I'm going McIntyre as well. I, I feel like you've got to really. But it's the problem. It's so stop, stop, start now with the with the breaks. Uh, So with the coronavirus, like I feel like this feud was like red hot about three weeks ago and like yeah. now I'm a bit like mm, which makes me question whether they're going to pull the trigger but I think they do because I think Lesnar's going to go yes or he's going to think... go or but he could but then again like he and Goldberg we've, we've called them we haven't called Goldberg yet but we'll call it in a bit but like they could they could both easily retain and lose it the following night on Raw or Smackdown yeah but, but then but then a, that doesn't make that doesn't make sense in the climate we're in. No, it doesn't because it's because it's so because there's no crowd, there's no impact there, and what we've realised is the crowd not being there takes away from the moments hugely. Yeah. So you know, Lesnar winning it on 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 a Raw or McIntyre winning it on a Raw, just that that's that's not a moment, not not without anyone there to react to it. No, I agree. Okay. So I think McIntyre's got to win it because it doesn't make sense for to build and build and build. This is his moment. I mean, what's interesting is is McIntyre was one that was really random because if you go back, McIntyre was teaming with Shane McMahon only about eight, nine months ago as like a random henchman 
You know what I mean? You, you could oh, yes, have seen right. him. In the Roman Reigns feud. Exactly. Reigns versus Taker. You know, that's still a big match, but it's not exactly, you wouldn't have looked at that guy and gone, he's facing Lesnar at WrestleMania. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 amazing what a couple of months can do, what a good push can do, what the Royal Rumble can do for someone that, you know, McIntyre's and he's a contender. Like it's not this isn't a ridiculousness of him beating um Lesnar at all. You know, it's and, and it should be, hopefully, a decent match. Yeah. I think and I think it will be. I think it will be I don't think it'll be a long match, but I think it'll no. be a, I think it will be a good match. Do you think that's your Saturday main event and then Goldberg's your Sunday main event? Is that how they're going to do it? So, I think they should do that. Yes. Uh, so well, I think they should. I think, like, what if, if the world title matches are not your main event, then you've kind of got the booking a bit wrong. Yeah. Um, but then I could see Ed Jordan. That's the only... Oh, and I could see Cena Fiend as well. I feel That's like they're, they're two really strong... Um, so, so Cena, Fiend won't, Cena Fiend won't main event it, that's for sure. But I could see, you know, if that was in that that could that could have been um, Edge Orton's the other one for me that could that could very easily main event it. That's fair. Um, but I would I would I personally would put the title match on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The I've last one think, now. I think that Edge Orton's going to be longer, so I'd probably do Edge Orton backed up with Goldberg and whoever. Uh, on this, on like one of the nights, and then probably the other two the other night to kind of balance it out a bit. So you go Lesnar, McIntyre, Fiend, Cena paired, Edge Orton, Goldberg versus whoever paired. Yeah, because that's not a bad that's not a bad last hour of either WrestleMania, is it? No, I'd I'd, I'd take that. No, it's, it's yeah. good. But I think, but I can see how all four of them in a performance center would be a bit much. You've also a got lot, lot of singles matches, but then you've also got Taker AJ as a break there too. That's not a bad match because then you could literally do, yeah. Because any of Taker, AJ, Fiend, Cena, Edge, Orton, all three of those do not need to be in the Performance Center because no. even Edge Orton can end up outside, can end up somewhere else as last man standing. We know that Taker, AJ is probably not going to be there. Fiend, Cena is probably not going to be there. I mean, your other matches really, Lynch, Baszler, and Ripley, Flair, they're big too. Then they're, they're not bad as second main events, really. No, no, but, no. They're, they're 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 not throwaway women's matches at all. No, absolutely not. Are we I mean, this, not going to have um, a women's title match as well? Women's tag team title match as well? Yes, but it's not been announced. Okay. We think it's, it's probably going to be um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, isn't it? Because that's where they're going with this. Because Asuka faced Nikki Cross again this week, didn't she? On, on Not Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss on um, SmackDown. So, yes. yeah, so I think that's probably going to be, but again... We got all it, well, all it takes is one of those people to be ill and they go, right, we're not doing it. Well, I haven't seen so, Carrie for a while. No, Carrie Sane's not been around at all. Asuka's been pulling this promo on her own. So, But then again, I don't know if they rate Carrie Sane that highly, to be honest with you. So whether they've just been keeping Carrie Sane off TV, but, you know, don't know. All right, then. This is a weird end, but it made sense to do it. Goldberg versus Roman Reigns, mate. As it stands now, Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Now I have to have Roman Reigns. <laughs> so if this had been the wild card, I'd have had to have Roman Reigns. So let's have a look at this. Let's let's talk about it as it was going to be. If it was Goldberg versus Reigns, who would you have had? Reigns. Yes. I think it would have to be, right? Yeah. Goldberg, which is infuriating. Because now we know that Reigns is not wrestling. That he's taking himself out for medical reasons. 
it's going to be Goldberg versus, and it's very, very, very heavily, heavily rumoured that it's going to be Braun Strowman that he faces. Yeah. I'm not going to pull wildcard rule here for you because we don't know who it's going to be. And that doesn't seem very fair, I would say. But do you see Goldberg losing to anybody else but Reigns in this match? Um, so I think, I don't know why you wouldn't pull wildcard. So I you think, think if it's Strowman, you have to go Strowman. You'd be happy with that? Yeah. All right. I'm, 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 that, that helps me out, so... Yeah, I think you should do that. I think you should have Goldberg, and I'll have Goldberg's opponent. Okay. And it, and I think if we're going to do the same with, um, if we're going to have the same rule for Alistair Black and you're having any opponent, yeah. You do the same with Goldberg versus Strowman. I'm happy with that. Okay. You can have Goldberg and I'll have any opponent. Well, I All think right. it's likely to be Strowman. I think it is too. Um, so is I'm Strowman not... going to beat Goldberg? I don't think so. Um... But I could see it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really interesting one because there is the the, the only thing that's in in my favour in that play is that they don't want Goldberg to have the belt. No. Like, and he doesn't want to keep fighting. So um, I can see them. I can see him losing it. I just I don't know how I I don't know if I I don't know if I, how how that happens. Um, no. And I don't. Be Jack Hammer, um, Braun Strowman. I mean, he struggled to lift. He struggled to lift um, the Fiend, and yeah. I mean, the Fiend's not a light guy, but he's <laughs> no, got to weigh. He's got. To, you know, we're not talking. We're not talking like he struggled to lift Ricochet. He did struggle to lift the Fiend. Yeah, but you've got to believe that Strowman weighs another fifty pounds on top of the Fiend. Yeah, at least. So, I mean. I wouldn't like to go up to Braun Strowman and try and lift him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, can you, I just, just, can you just put your arm on my chest to make it easier for me, please? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't... I mean, Strowman's a disappointing end to... Strowman Goldberg's not a main event at WrestleMania. Well, there you go. There's your edge in, there's your edge in uh, autumn. It is, isn't it? I mean, they've got to tell a hell of a story. To put Strowman in, other than God, they've got to tell. I mean, what how they managed to pull this, where they've gone, it's got to be Strowman. Because if I mean, the other thing as well, it's not even like they built Strowman well. You know, we just talked about the stats. Strowman's only been, right, he had a good showing at Royal Rumble. He was in the Survivor Series, but as actual programs, he's been in six of the 11, 12 possible pay per views. He's only won twice. He lost the most random. He lost the Intercontinental Belt in a real random match. That Elimination Chamber, yeah. was like three on one, and they just beat him down. Yeah, and then <laughs> and Sam. Uh, uh, I mean, like, all right, that wasn't like going because it was crap. They just don't value the guy. They just don't see it, and I don't think he's helped himself. The amount of times he's screwed up, and he's not done promos well, and his matches haven't quite been as good as they could have been. He's not exactly shown that he's the top and taking advantage of when they did build him to be amazing about two years ago. But I just think I just, there's other opportunities. I don't know what they are, but Strowman's not your man, is it? I mean, if you had, the, say, the, if you had, say if you had the fiend and Cena on the first night, and then could you have the fiend interfere with that match and then cost Goldberg the match? Yeah. 
You could like yes. this thing that you could do there with that. I'm trying to think about how what's a logical story to screw Goldberg over. Has the Fiend and Strowman been a thing yet? They have, haven't they? Oh crap! Yeah, of course. Because Fiend of Strowman could be sense. the story because of the Wyatts. Yeah, of course. That makes loads of sense. Oh, there we go. We've called it. But I'm trying to work out. But I'm trying to work out whether. Yeah, you called that. Yeah, right. But I'm trying to work out whether. I didn't call whether it. They, I'm just we, we called it. When you do all... it. When I do it, it's me. <laughs> Have they already done that? They haven't. Fiend and Strowman haven't already been a match, have they? That wasn't on the way up for Fiend in his build. I'm trying. It rings a bell, but maybe it hasn't. Let's say it hasn't. Let's hope it hasn't. I don't, that think, it is, has. I don't think it that's has. Better. That's, that's better. That's better. So that's the reason then. So if you've got Strowman beats, um, so yeah, and then you two throw you two people that are leaving are Goldberg and Cena. So you've got the winner of Cena Wyatt is uh, Cena Fiend is Fiend. The winner of Strowman Goldberg is Strowman, and then your next big feud is Strowman Wyatt with all that history, and then the belt in there as well, which yeah. can't hurt. And you no. put, I mean, that is a, I mean, and there's a story there. You tell that. I mean, that's the thing with the Fiend. The way he's been tapping back into his history's been amazing. To yeah. link this all the way back to that WrestleMania where he lost to Cena is great, and it's a great payoff, and it means that the other matches matter. And that the history matters. It's amazing. It's, it's the, how you should tell stories. But, you know, it, if they could do that with Strowman as well, then it's, lo- it's, the, le- it's the next logical step. Mate, we've, we've written it for We've written it for him. Right, yeah. so tell me then. It's how just many... going to be a clean win for Strowman. Strowman, yeah. How <laughs> many, yeah. How many, um, how many uh, different differences have you got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Do you want now, any more, or are you happy? We have one last question, <laughs> which is the tiebreak. Okay, because this could happen. There is a tiebreak question, which is, and it's just simple: How long does the main event of WrestleMania on the Sunday last? Well, well, now we don't well, know what it's going to. Well, we've also you've also got an extra additional point either way for the Riot Squad. That is true. So I could have already. That that is technically our tiebreak. To be honest, isn't it? Let's be honest. Now the riot squad could. The, 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 to remind the view, do, have we already talked about this yet, or do we, do we talk about this off? We talked about offline, did we? So to remind the listeners from last time, I predicted. I don't know how we got to this. I predicted that Liv Morgan versus um, Ruby Riot would be a match from elimination, built in elimination chamber, to fight on WrestleMania. Joe was pretty clear that's no way that's a WrestleMania match. I mean, Alistair Black versus Lashley was a, was a WrestleMania match, but no, Liv Morgan versus Ruby Riot couldn't be. Um, so I said that would be the match. I said it wouldn't surprise me if they also added the third Riot member uh, person whose name escapes me. Um, Sarah Logan. So, Sarah Logan. So it could, either, in some form, I said Ruby Riot versus Liv Morgan will be at WrestleMania, either triple threat or singles. And Joe said, no, that's not going to happen. Now, we don't know yet. It might do. It could be a WrestleMania match because you, they've lost so many matches. They might throw that on there. So that if I get that right, that's a point for me. And that's just a, added to the total. If I get it wrong, that's a point to Joe. And all this was for naught. So there's that as well. But there is also the tiebreaker anyway for us and the people at home. Um because this episode, there is WWE merch up for grabs. Seems like a bit of a random one to do it for, considering so much of this is 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 going to be random and, and not work. But we'll see. Um, 
whoever gets the most predictions, uh, including the tiebreak, which we'll use as, a, as for exactly what it is, but whoever gets the most predictions will win WWE official WWE T-shirt. All you have to do is get on the predictions form and put your Twitter handle, and then follow us at WrestlePredictCast on Twitter, so that I can you know get in touch if you win. Um, so the tiebreak is the time of the main event. How long will the main event on Sunday last? Now, we don't know what it's going to be, which makes this a harder thing, but that was the whole point anyway. I'll be honest with you, it's going to be either Lesnar versus McIntyre or Goldberg versus a other opponent, isn't it? Yeah. Either way, that ain't going to last long, in my mind. So I'm well, going to go and... Well, you, you pick him first, go on, I'll, let you be, I'll be generous. I'm going to go an even seven minutes. Okay. And, have I, and in terms of the tiebreaker, have I got to beat everyone in the whole uh, competition or have I just got to beat you? Uh, you for, this, for, for, for our purposes, you've just got to beat me. We're going to use this as our tiebreak. I will go seven minutes and one second then. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. And, it's, and, and, and it was stupid for me to think otherwise. Of course you will. Ridiculous. Seven minutes, one second. <laughs> um, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I just can't know. There's no words. There's no words. Um, there we go. That is WrestleMania 36. That is not shaping up to be a classic, is it? No. No words. This is going to be... This is going to be the most random WrestleMania. Um, so... You might get all of your picks right. But there's, a, there's actually only seven of the 14 matches actually on the card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. Um, so it's going to be a bit of a weird one. Like I said, you can get involved. Get involved on social media. It's uh, WrestlePredictCast on Facebook. It's WrestlePredictCast on Twitter. Um, the form will be attached to the description of the podcast. It will also be published on Twitter and on Facebook. And as of this weekend, we are going to have Instagram and we're going to have a YouTube channel where you will be able to listen. You won't be able to see us. Joe's face is panicking at the moment. You won't be able to see us, but you will be able to listen to the podcast on YouTube as well. So there is no excuse for you not to listen to the podcast. Um, so you could subscribe at any of those places. You could just subscribe to YouTube, subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever. And give us a five-star review if you've listened. If you don't think it's a five-star podcast, just don't bother reviewing. <laughs> ah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> don't. I mean, there's no. It doesn't hurt, hurt. You know, don't hurt us. Just help us. All right. Um, and tell someone else about it. If you've got wrestling fans that you have conversations with, and you want to have a little bit of a competition with each other, you can use our Google form to do that, and you can both kind of face each other and go against each other for that. So, um, get involved. WrestleMania 36. It's the big one. It's the end of the season. The first season of the Wrestle Predict Cast. And in two weeks' time, we will have the results show and the launch of season two, which might be a bit random because I don't know when the next pay-per-view is going to be after. <laughs> after <laughs> so it might be like we launch in two weeks and then we don't speak to each other for another three months. But, you know, yeah, we have to do what we can. They might, they might plow ahead anyway. What's, the, what's what? usually the first pay-per-view after... First pay-per-view after WrestleMania is... Um... Backlash? Extreme rules. Extreme. Well, I've got stomping ground. Was the first one here. Mate, we'll, just start a... we'll just start. Yeah, we'll start. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's start doing raw predictions. We'll just have a weekly podcast. That's what our fans want. And our wives would love that too. I'm sure. 
Less is more, mate. Less is more. <laughs> okay, yeah. so... Get just, as reminder, just as a reminder, guys, if you're not going to give us five stars, don't rate us. Don't rate us. Oh, yeah. I'm not kidding. I'm not even kidding about that. If you if, if Go on there. Give us five stars because that helps get us out. That helps get us up the, the iTunes charts and all the rest of that stuff. So five stars. Um, anything more favorite, to say? Rate your favourite podcast of the last 16. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think there's some... I think, you know, I think round... Um, round five which was the Extreme Rules podcast, was a winner, mate. If you're going to go back to listen to any of them, go back to listen to our views on Strowman versus Lashley and the Revival versus the Usos. I know we had a lot to say. Can't remember either of those matches. It's been a great... It's been a great. I legitimately, because I went back and did the... Um, I know we're trying to end, and I'm literally starting another PC. We will end in a second. Um, <laughs> for all those people that are just like, just, just stop talking, guys. It's been an hour and 20 minutes. Um, for those... I went back to do the wildcard analysis and I thought this would be easy because I'll just count up the wins and stuff and that'll be dead simple. But when the first, like the first one I was looking at was Rollins versus AJ at money in the bank, 2019. I wasn't convinced I knew who won that like straight off the bat or that I'd be able to do that all the way through Lynch versus flair. Cause that was, a, you know, Lynch versus Evans, Lynch versus flair for money in the bank, 2019. There was so many random things here where, you know, I just forgot what happened. That's how that's how impactful these pay per views have been. So, and yet you're marking the scores. Yes, I've got <laughs> I've got it all written on this little book. You can see my little book here. I've got it all written here. It's all here. So don't worry, I've kept track of it. All right, I might have forgot that Otis was facing Dolph Ziggler, but that's fine. All right, get in touch. Get you know where we are. Let us know what you think of your your predictions and what you think they're going to be. At least on the Google form, if nothing else. And we will see you in two weeks' time for the results show, where we inevitably crown Joey the winner. Can't wait, mate. Bye, everyone.